Welcome to Conversations with Craig. I'm Craig DeRoche, the president and CEO of Family Policy Alliance. This week, I'm joined by Dan Bartkowiak, the director of communications at our state ally organization, Pennsylvania Family Institute. Dan will explain their shocking discovery that more than 16.7 million taxpayer dollars were used to fund transgender interventions for minors and what else they learned when they filed a right to no request in their state. But before we hear from Dan Bartkowiak, it's time for One Minute with Craig, where I give my take on the topic of the week in only 60 seconds. Here we go. Three, two, one. Have you ever heard of the Tuskegee experiments? If you haven't, here's the short version. The United States government injected African-Americans with syphilis for an experiment. Yes, you heard that right. The United States government injected African-Americans with syphilis for an experiment. It was, and it rightfully still is, one of the most horrible medical and human rights scandals known to our nation throughout its history. Now, let me tell you another story. The Pennsylvania government, and I would add, other government entities around the country fund doctors to inject minors with hormones that can sterilize them in so-called gender transitions. Again, you heard that right. Taxpayers are unwittingly paying to sterilize teenagers. So here's my take. In a generation or two, performing transition procedures, as they call them, on minors will be one of the great medical scandals of our time. Even as these celebrities and major companies try to pitch these experiments is a good thing, every day more and more Americans are waking up to the horrors of this reality. No child should be sterilized, mutilated, or otherwise treated as a social experiment. So what's the bottom line? It might be a long fight, but trust me, we are on the right side of history. That's my take for today. Now I'm pleased to introduce Dan Bartkowiak. He is the Director of Communications at our state ally organization, Pennsylvania Family Institute. Stay tuned to get the breakdown on the shocking discovery they uncovered in a recent investigation. We are so glad you're enjoying Conversations with Craig. Your experience doesn't have to stop here. To stay connected with other listeners, hear about current events affecting your family, and to share pictures and videos with your friends, follow Family Policy Alliance on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Check out the links in the show notes, and we'll see you online. There's breaking news coming out of Pennsylvania, uh, a stunning news, actually, uh, uh, for for parents and children and policymakers everywhere. Uh, um, our, uh, many of you know, we have 40 state organizations that we host this wonderful alliance called the Family Policy Councils. And uh, none are, are bigger, better, or uh, uh, well-run than, or more impactful uh, than the Pennis, uh, Pennsylvania Family Institute. We have uh, with us the Director of Communications, Mr. Dan uh, Barkoviak, and he is gonna come on and tell us what the news has broken today. If you haven't read it yet, we will have links for you to check this out that since 2015, but really where it started was in 2016, that um, spending for transgender surgeries uh, from the public taxpayers has skyrocketed from $78,000 to many millions of dollars. Dan, thank you for taking the time to be on with us. We're, we're shocked. We know this issue's on the ballot all over America, and that's what our show is. We're, we're sharing this all over the country. 
And so uh, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for being with us. And tell us what's going on in Pennsylvania, what you guys discovered. Well, thanks so much, Craig. And, it, and it's kind words for here in Pennsylvania. It's so great to work with a network you know, across this, the country, you know, working on some of these similar issues. And so certainly recently, this uncovered data that we're seeing in the state is very troubling and shocking. Uh, I've been on the phone with reporters throughout today and, and the shock kind of conveys from those reporters in, in seeing this. Uh, what's uncovered is the amount of spending that the state is, is doing using our tax dollars to cover sex reassignment surgeries and related services. And the shocking number is that over $16 million since 2015. So since Governor Wolf has taken office, uh, we have seen over $16 million spent on sex reassignment services, you know, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, surgeries uh, that uh, are done on children. This isn't adults, uh, this is children 18 and under. Uh, that's the, the most alarming part of this. And, and especially even equally alarming is how much this has risen over the years. In 2015, the total spending was $78,000. This past year in 2021 was nearly $4 million. That's, that's a rise of like 5,000%. And sadly, we're seeing this year, it's gonna surpass that number. So there has been a meteoric rise in the amount of spending being done on these, what the state calls sex reassignment, surgeries, services, transition-related services, and drugs. So it's certainly alarming. It should alarm everybody hearing this. Um, it certainly alarmed several reporters, uh, supporters of our organization, and we're thankful for many reports that are, are making its way nationally that are getting this attention, because certainly Pennsylvania is not gonna be a lone state in seeing this happening, but certainly we've seen our administration here in, in, in Pennsylvania that has made this a priority. Uh, frankly, this has happened. There's been many executive orders uh, that have taken place by our administration. And early on, the, the hiring of uh, Dr. Rachel Levine uh, that made this a priority back in 2015. Uh, we especially saw with, with Medicaid some loosening requirements in 2016, uh, but certainly the administration has pursued this type of agenda that would say, it's okay to have a 15-year-old, 14-year-old girl have top surgery and have that paid for by taxpayers. So not to get too uh, into the, the, the grotesqueness of this, but that's what we're talking about. We, we had a doctor uh, several years ago from the Children's Hospital of Pennsylvania, their gender clinic, testify and share how they refer girls as young as 14 for top surgery. And we're seeing a rise in this taxpayer funding uh, happening. And it's just, again, it's, it's very concerning to Pennsylvania. It should be concerning to everyone across the state. Well, it is concerning. And I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm pretty fired up because I thought we were coming on here, not at you. I thought this was a Medicaid thing. You know, I didn't realize that this was, was the children's uh, uh, Medicaid. This is the government of the state of Pennsylvania performing surgery and, 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 and putting hormones into kids that have no testing at all, other than what England and Sweden and others that started doing this many years ago that said they now consider it child abuse because it, this is horrible and toxic, uh, um, undetermined uh, uh, things, sterility, uh, um, uh, mental health you know, challenges, all this stuff being inflicted by the state. Uh, um, so we're going to unpack some of that. But the first question I have for you, I got several, so we'll go through these uh, and unpack them. 
this is what they put out in what an annual report, you know, from this governor. Usually they're running on their transgender agenda and, and, and their pro-abortion agenda. Did they make these numbers something they're proud of? Or is this something that you had to do an investigation to find? Well, well sadly, it was something we had to do some digging. Uh, you know, our, our governor has often talked about transparency and, and trying to have that. But yet there, there frankly is a lack of, of transparency on the issue. So uh, we as an organization back uh, a couple months ago, when Governor Wolf uh, had an executive order, he, he one thing that I'm taking away from his time in office is he is not a team player. He often works by executive order. And there was an executive order to, to ban certain types of therapy for counseling. And uh, essentially it kind of got our team saying, you know, enough's enough, let's try to dig into this. And so there was a right to know request uh, initially sent to our attorney general and uh, didn't hear anything back from him uh, and then went to the uh, uh, Pennsylvania Department of Human Services. And through that process was able to uncover the data uh, that is behind the spending. So it wasn't on their website. It wasn't something that they advertise. Uh, they certainly are promoting the services and trying to do that as much as possible, but not showing how much is being paid, uh, what type of tax dollars are being used. And this is certainly from, from federal and state level governments is seeing you know, Medicaid and uh, the CHIP program here in Pennsylvania being used to cover these you know, irreversible surgeries and procedures on minors. Well, this is, uh, this is so stunning. And, and, and my hat's off to your hard work. The Pennsylvania Family Institute, we, we have um, uh, talking to us, Mr. Dan uh, Barkowiak, who's the communications director. He's been fielding calls all day. They uncovered this research and folks, I want to say this to our audience. This is a pattern. This is something that is going on in Virginia last year. They said there was nothing going on with the boys going into girls' bathrooms. And, and there's nothing to see here. And when one of the fathers went to a school board meeting and said that his daughter was raped in the bathroom, they arrested him. They arrested him, Danny. You know that. We've all read this story. It was a cover-up. They did not care at all about the safety of the women, the, the young girls in, in those schools. It was the past this radical thing. And they and worse, they, they don't want to stand on their own. They, they, they hid it. And what you just said was they're doing the same thing in Pennsylvania. I've seen the same thing over and over. They say, oh, there's not pornographic books in the library. And the parents are pulling those books out and they're showing up the school board meeting and they're trying to read the books. And they're saying, you can't read that over the public airwaves, it's pornography. And, and so we're being creative, you're being creative and you're, and you're pushing back here. Um, I, I just thank you for bringing this to our attention, but what what is the reaction been from uh, this Democratic governor? I believe he's on the ballot next week. Uh, what's he saying like that he's, he's proud of this or, or, or is he, uh, um, you know, how's he reacting to it? Yeah, we certainly have a, a governor's race coming up and, and Governor Wolf is at his, his end of his eight year term uh, as a two-term governor. Uh, so we have new candidates uh, before Pennsylvania, and there certainly is, is a stark difference between uh, the issuing of these types of drugs and, and this type of, of service, quote unquote service, uh, that is looking to be done on, on children uh, between our, our two candidates for governor. And, you know, I think a bottom line is, you know, how are we best caring for kids? Uh, you know, when we look at uh, the, the hospital, there's, there's CHOP, you know, uh, in Philadelphia that uh, you know, from a pediatric perspective, they are doing phenomenal work for uh, neonatal services, surgery in the womb. Uh, I mean, it's phenomenal what they're doing. Yet there's a gender clinic that is 
performing these types of surgeries on healthy body parts. So again, you know what they're they're putting you know children through and using taxpayer dollars to to do that. And and so we are seeing you know a difference in candidates in terms of this issue. But I think if people are listening right here, Pennsylvania and elsewhere, it's getting in touch with your elected officials and even you know especially at the top of the ticket. Uh, to understand where they stand on this. We, again, have seen a 5,000% increase in spending in this area. It's absurd and it's dangerous and it's harming kids. Are we gonna see more increase, you know, if a, a certain candidate is in office here in Pennsylvania or will we see a stop to this? Uh, I think there certainly is a stark difference when it comes to this issue. And sadly, you know, many are viewing that, you know, as soon as some child thinks that they are a different gender, uh, they immediately prescribe drugs and, you know, start the process of having surgery. And uh, that should alarm everyone, no matter what your political affiliation. Yeah, it's, uh, it, listen, um, I, I, I'm very transparent about my life. Uh, I'm in recovery for addiction. Um, when I was a teenager at the ages where they're performing what we've read about in other states, uh, Vanderbilt University in Tennessee, Dan, um, you know, we're reaching out to a national audience right now. God bless you and thank you for what you're doing in Pennsylvania in sharing this. But all of the, the viewers that are on right now and those that will see this in the coming days are concerned because they took down their website, you know, that they were doing hysterectomies on children, you know, under the age of 16. They actually put that on their website, that they were proud of that. And um, this is experimentation on children that are looking for a solution to the problems that they have just as I did when I would drink alcohol and take drugs when I was that age, uh, um, you don't go to a child and supply it to them. I, I was talking with uh, the New York Times and they said, well, what about parental rights? What if the parent, hey, listen, I, I went to school with a, a kid who wanted to make the varsity football team. That's the identity he wanted to have. He took anabolic steroids. And, and when he was 22 years old, he had his testicles removed for testicular cancer and he's never been able to have children. And we passed laws, that was the 80s, in saying that you know kids can't take anabolic steroids. Uh, um, it hurts them. And, and uh, um, so we've gone through this before in our country. Uh, Rachel Levine, you talk about this Dr. Rachel Levine. Um, uh, that person, Dr. Levine was appointed to head up a branch of our military, seldom known or, or used branch of the military. But for those of you that are at home, I don't, I don't want to put on my tinfoil hat or anything else. I'll just tell you a fact uh, uh, that if you Google the Tuskegee experiments uh, that were experiments done by the federal government of the United States on black men for 40 years, not 40 days, 40 years by injecting them with harmful substances. It's why a lot of NBA players, a lot of other uh, 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 you know, popular culture people of African-American descent would not take the COVID-19 drug. They don't trust our governments, that they are, are advancing experimentation. They, they have a history of it. And here we see in the legacy of Dr. Rachel Levine in Pennsylvania, which she's, <laughs> Dr. Levine is brought out to uh, um, the, uh, the these other institutions, the Health and Human Service and others. It began here and they covered it up until this year, until the Pen Pen Pennsylvania Family Institute has shared this information with us so we can share it with the world. Folks, if you're listening to this, I want you to share, I want you to like, I want you to comment on this with your friends. They need to hear about this because despite what other people are saying, this is happening in your schools. It is probably happening in your government unless this kind of diligence has been done. So tell me, Dan, the, the, um, the work that you've done, uh, um, how can people learn about what the Pennsylvania 
Family Institute has done today. How can they check you out? How can they support the work that you're doing? Because you're up against, you're, you're David here. You're up against Goliath. Every corporation in Pennsylvania, I'm sure, every media institution is trying to shut you out and cancel you right now. How can people help you out? Well, certainly talking about this issue and making it a priority with, you know, friends, colleagues, community, elected officials is certainly needed. We have our uh, information on pafamily.org, our website. So pafamily.org, having, uh, you know, some of these numbers, you know, the, the data that was given, the uh, exposés that we're trying to highlight of what's been happening in our state. And, you know, I think interesting, Craig, you brought up some of the European countries, Sweden and England, that have been uh, looking at this issue. And, and, and real quick, you know, this year, this is such a timely issue. We're seeing so much of the, you know, some of the evidence that's finally coming out. And, you know, England, their, their national health services saying that, you know, changing their policies on what used to be just let's affirm this and start the pass of drugs and surgeries is to have a watchful waiting period. And yet that's, you know, American Academy of Pediatrics considers that harmful to have a waiting period, considers that like conversion therapy in a bad way. And, and so there's such a need to look at the evidence that is being presented that is showing, you know, there are men, women, these, these girls and boys that are detransitioning, that are regretting the decision that they have. They, they are real. Many of them try to say that they're not. Frankly, they are. And, and we are seeing the detriment that is happening on so many kids. So the need is certainly there to be talking about this issue, to make it a priority, to highlight the real evidence that's out there. There are kids having these irreversible surgeries that are regretting that decision. And we are using tax dollars to pay for it. It's something that has to certainly stop. And the more we can talk about this, the better. The word is certainly getting out. Uh, Daily Wire, Daily Caller, different you know, sites have been picking up this story. Uh, but this story needs to be talked about in your church, you know, in your community, uh, with your state representative, your state senator, your congressman. You know, this isn't just a state issue. It's a federal issue as well. So it needs to be put in the forefront of people's minds and made a priority. It, it is uh, it is shocking, and and uh, I'm I'm so grateful that you came on and and uh, were able to spend some time with us today to talk about this because when we're at the end of an election, it it is the last week before the 2022 midterm elections. People often think things are fake news or uh, uh, grandiose things that are made up by by uh, their opponents. Um, but this is not this is not even a campaign issue. You're talking about it from a public policy. Uh, standpoint, the people running for office, I understand it's not your incumbent governor, he's not on the ballot, which further would say why we're not doing this, but the people that are running today need to answer some questions. Uh, uh, folks in Pennsylvania, the crime has gone up in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. You know, uh, um, there are victims of actual crimes. There are children whose single mothers cannot pay for their prescription drugs you know, to keep them healthy for from diseases such as diabetes and asthma and things like that. And and your administration currently in the policy of the state of Pennsylvania is to rob those folks of the services of Pennsylvania to provide them for a, a specialized class of folks that, um, as you just pointed out, so many countries that were ahead of American with these experimentations have said it's actually harmful, you know, uh, uh, to the children. And um, so we're, we're talking again, Dan uh, um, uh, Bartkowiak and I, he is the Director of Communications at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. They're one of our leading family policy councils. Uh, uh, so many leaders in our country, folks, if you watch this regularly, you know that we have 40 state organizations like the Pan 
uh, uh, Pennsylvania Family Institute. We call them family policy councils. We're going to put up a link so you can look for your uh, allies right now in your own state. We want you to go on. We want you to support them. This is a critical week. And it's not going to end with the election, folks. It, the lame duck sessions are coming up in the in, in, in the state legislatures, and they need you to show up. They need you to mobilize and organize. You're a parent of young children like I am. I have a 15-year-old daughter. Uh, um, thank God our schools are not uh, um, exposing them to this filth right now. But the only reason why they haven't is that they've been scrutinized with critical race theory where they started that. Dan, you get a big kick out of this. My daughter's high school, there are 47 different first languages spoken, 47 different, and they try to do critical race theory. Hmm. Imagine how that went over when there's 47 different first languages spoken where we actually have the diversity they say they want. Those are the parents that showed up and said, this is racism. This is not why we came to America and um, uh, pushed back strongly. But um you know, this is this is infiltrating everywhere, isn't it? it it's not just the Medicaid system. Uh, uh, the parents and folks listening to this, they, they, we need to be uh, vigilant with our with our schools and other places, don't we? Such a key part of what you're saying are parents. Uh, you know, we saw that obviously Loudoun County in Virginia. And, you know, I'm thankful there are parents coming in to testify that are highlighting the problems that exist with, uh, you know, this area of, you know, providing tax dollars for these sex reassignment surgeries and, you know, the parents being able to speak out and, and to talk about this. And, you know, I, I think of from a national perspective too, uh, you know, I'm, I'm reminded recently we, we, we saw the Shiloh uh, Pitt Jolie, uh, the uh, child who used to go by John back in the 2000s. And now is now Shiloh, she's a, a teenager, you know, showing up to movie premieres and dresses. You know, she, she changed the way she appeared. Um, she didn't have to go through surgeries and, and puberty blockers, thank God. Uh, but, you know, so many times we see kids that, you know, uh, whether it's a Tom girl, you know, looking to, to cut her hair short. Uh, but, you know, later on, you know, getting over that type of kind of phase in her life and being able to to live out the way God designed her. And, and so it's, it's such a critical element to have parents being able to to speak up, to, to realize the truth on this issue and to challenge elected officials and policymakers that, would see it differently, that immediately would go to the surgery route and the, the drug route to uh, talk with a, a, a girl or boy that is questioning their identity. Uh, we need to have real substantial help that actually provides that assistance and doesn't create more problems. Absolutely. Well, it's been a privilege to be with you. You've got a lot of work to do. I know you've had a busy day today. I just want to remind everybody uh, listening at home that we need your support right now. Please stop what you're doing. Please help the Pennsylvania Family Institute. Please continue your support of Family Policy Alliance. The, the links are here. Uh, um, this is a sprint. This is hard work, um, but we're doing everything we can to protect children. We're doing everything we can to expose what's going on that the media will not cover. And it is very hard work for us all to do that. We thank you for your support. We thank you all for being on today. And we are going to continue to reveal for you, if you follow us here on social media, how you can be involved, how you can uh, learn the truth beyond the, the lies that the media and the politicians will tell you. So you can be involved in, in uh, helping America 
take a turn for the right and start putting our children and their futures first rather than the, the dreams of, of uh, um, uh, political donors or, or uh, wedge issues from ideologues or, 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 or quite frankly, people that are projecting their own problems uh, on, on the children uh, without any accountability uh, for their behavior. There's a lot of work to do, but um, Dan, I, I hope uh, you're as encouraged as I am that we, we're finding these things out now, that, that um, we can be encouraged today, that there is time for us to stop this, right? It's absolutely, you know, the more we know, the more we can take action. And, and that's what we love at our organization and, and CN Family Policy Alliance around the country, you know, really exposing a lot of what uh, is sometimes happening behind the scenes and, and trying to inform families uh, to be kind of that watchdog and and being able to highlight what people can do about it. Well, I thank you for that. Uh, God bless you and your work. And uh, um, as you go out from here, uh, know that Family Policy Alliance stands behind you as as does our national audience, uh, because uh, we are just ever so grateful of, of what you're doing. And we hope that you can protect those children before they're led by people that they trust, government leaders, teachers, uh, uh, doctors, to something that is harmful and irreversible for them. Folks at home, if, if you haven't heard about it yet, we have a Help Not Harm campaign that started in earnest uh, last year, Help Not Harm, the Family Policy Councils, family, uh, uh, Pennsylvania Family Institute, and, and so many others are trying to protect our children in policy from being exposed to these radical experiments uh, on their bodies that are irreversible. And uh, we hope that you get involved, that, that you join us with that campaign, that you share that. This is not about politics. This isn't even about religion and things that they're talking about. It's basic. You know, uh, uh, we have laws against locking your kid in a car. We, <laughs> you can't get your kid face tattoos. You can't say you think your kid would be better off drinking alcohol at 14. You know, uh, um, we have all sorts of reasonable restrictions. Why the left thinks it's okay to experiment in irreversible genital mutilation and, and things uh, to advance this uh, radical cause right now is beyond anybody, but this is our hour to come together and stand up. So please help us with the Help Not Harm campaign. The link has just been posted. And uh, Dan, we, we stand with you and we'll look forward to talking to you again really soon. Great to have the conversation. So great to partner with you, Craig. Great. God bless. And, and to the audience out there, uh, um, thank you for being with us and thank you for your support to the Family Policy Alliances. We've weathered this. It's been a very difficult uh, run. The, the social media uh, companies don't want us on. The corporations don't want us talking about this. But folks, every single human being ever created, created, has been created in the image of God. God knew us before we were in the womb, but certainly when we were in the womb, he knew how many hairs were on our head and, and counted those. And every one of us, if you are listening to this, you're watching it now, we're the same person before you were born, when you were in school, uh, when you were looking up to teachers and, and doctors and, and people for advice, and, uh, but you were a child and, and you needed the protection of the adults and, and, and common sense policies that would respect you and give you a chance in this world. It's a confusing world. And, and so um, folks, it, it, it's not just politics here, it's our hearts. Uh, um, we, we need to respect each and every one of these lives that's being manipulated right now. Uh, we need to have a sense of urgency right now because they need somebody to stick up for them. And, and if they don't count, no one's gonna count in our culture. So please 
Take some time today, learn about what's going on and support the organizations we've talked about here in this discussion. We really appreciate your support and we will keep you posted as we push back against these radical, radical policies that are hurting our children today. Thank you so much for joining today. I hope you learned a lot from Dan. It's always a pleasure learning from our state allies. If you're not involved with your state's Family Policy Council, be sure to check them out at the link in this description. And be sure to follow Family Policy Alliance on social media. These links are in the description too. Once again, I am Craig DeRoche, the President and CEO of Family Policy Alliance, and this is Conversations with Craig. We'll talk to you real soon. Conversations with Craig is brought to you by Family Policy Alliance. Our vision is a nation where God is honored, religious freedom flourishes, families thrive, and life is cherished.